Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Hello, I've been reading this book by Dr. Brene Brown called Dare to Lead, and uh, it's about how to be a good leader. Brene is a PhD professor who studies shame and guilt and all the things, many of the emotional things we struggle with. And she's also a consultant. She goes to businesses and helps managers figure out how to be better better leaders, um, more caring and empathetic leaders, especially. And I'm, I'm reading this book, Dare to Lead, because I am in a leadership role in my career. I'm a uh, labor union vice president, and leadership doesn't really come naturally to me. It's something I have to study and work at. So, so I was reading this book by Dr. Brene Brown, and I just want to talk about this concept that was discussed in the book because it really spoke to me. Specifically, she wrote about the differences between certain negative emotions. Certain negative emotions. So she wrote about the difference, differences between shame, guilt, humiliation, and embarrassment. And these are, these are all things we feel. So I thought it would be nice if I could share some of that information with you. So first, I'm going to talk about shame. And Brene defines shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love or belonging. We feel like something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. So that's really, really dangerous, right? We feel that we don't deserve love. Not just, not just that I've, I've done this, this or that wrong thing, which we've all done plenty of wrong things, but just I am broken. I don't deserve love. I'm unworthy. That, those are feelings of shame. And she sort of expresses that shame gets in our way. It doesn't help. And sh- sure, sure, with that definition, it sure seems like shame doesn't help, right? I have a, I have sort of a positive view of human beings. So I think like we're all worthy of love. We're all worthy of belonging and connection. So shame can be really poisonous. It can really do a lot of harm to us and we can make really bad decisions. You know, if you feel like you're unworthy of love, it's really easy for me, people to manipulate you. It's really easy for people to sell you things if you think you're unworthy and broken or whatever. Right? So that's shame. Guilt is feeling bad about something you have said or done or failed to say or do. 
we feel guilt when we compare our our actions to our values and they're not they don't line up so it creates a, a sort of discomfort in our minds when our values and our actions don't line up so when we when we you know we know something is the wrong thing to do and we do it and then we feel guilty or when we accidentally do we don't know something's the wrong thing but we do it accidentally and then we feel guilty so guilt is sort of that feeling i did something bad whereas shame is that feeling i am bad so guilt is related to an action and not necessarily so guilt can lead to shame so say you uh steal something right you can feel guilt for that especially let's say you accidentally steal something right you have something in a store and you accidentally walk out with it you can feel guilt for that and then that can extend itself into shame and make you say, oh, I'm a bad person, right? And really not just say it, but really, really, you can really internalize that. So guilt can sometimes be helpful because it can help us to change our behavior. You know, it can help us to know better next time. Shame doesn't really do that. Shame tells us we're a bad person. That's the difference. And so humiliation, the difference between humiliation and shame is in a situation with shame, we think we deserve it. We think I'm a bad person and I should feel bad. And humiliation is more circumstances are making you feel like a bad person, but you don't think you deserve it. So if your boss yells at you in front of everyone at work, right, at for something you didn't do or or acts like you didn't try your best when you did. That's humiliation. And that can be really dangerous too. Humiliation can make us angry rather than making us thinking we're, think we're a bad person. It can make us angry. It can make us lash out. So humiliation is a really painful feeling. And in our lives, we need to make sure we're not humiliating people. And then last is embarrassment. Embarrassment is a feeling of discomfort that often doesn't last very long. Um, so the difference between embarrassment and shame really is that shame is sort of a tendency to feel like we're uniquely bad, like I'm the worst person in the room. And embarrassment sort of has that built-in knowledge that a lot of people go through this. So... This one time I was meditating at, I was at, at uh, the Rime Buddha Center and I was meditating in a big room with a lot of other people meditating and my, f I had to go to the bathroom and I got up to go to the bathroom and I didn't know until I stood up that my foot was asleep. Sometimes that'll happen in meditation. You don't know body parts are asleep until you, until you start to move. That happens to me uh, pretty regularly actually, but in this case, I was unaware of it, totally unaware of it. And I got up to go to the bathroom and my foot was asleep and I just fell. I just fell straight to the floor. 
And it was so embarrassing. And, it, you know, everybody did the right thing, which is pretend you don't see it, right? Um, they probably saw, looked at me and noticed I wasn't hurt. I just had to jump up and still go to the bathroom, maybe going a little faster because I was embarrassed. But um, everybody pretended like they didn't see it. And I went off to the bathroom like nothing happened. But that was embarrassment. But I know people have their feet fall asleep. Like that's not an uncommon thing in meditation centers. You have your feet fall asleep. Walking's hard. You either do something like a silly walk or you fall down or you move very, very slowly at first. Right. All these things happen. And it's the level of embarrassment because I knew like, this is not unique. This happens to a lot of people. This happens to people that have been meditating way longer than me and who do it way more than me. It happens to them. Even it happens to everybody sometimes. So that is what kept that at the level of embarrassment. And honestly, I think, I think there are people who don't want to go to group meditation situations because they're afraid of being embarrassed. They're afraid, I don't know how to do this exactly right, and people are going to look at me, right? And, I, yeah, I don't know if people think maybe my foot will fall asleep, but people definitely think, I don't know how to do this right, and I'm afraid people will look at me. And what I want to tell you is nobody's looking at you. Nobody... No one is bringing their attention to that person's not meditating right. That person's not sitting right. Even, even that person is fidgeting too much. People aren't even bringing their attention to that most of the time. So I want to tell you that you don't need to go to a meditation center and worry about not doing it right. That um, it's not a real concern. The truth is, this is a fundamental truth of life, I think. People don't think about us as much as we think they do, especially in negative ways. People don't think about us as much as we think they do. I mean, sure, sometimes sometimes people do, but generally, people don't think about us as much as we think they do. We're the center of our own story. We're not the center of everyone's story. So, shame, guilt, humiliation, and embarrassment. We defined those, right? But why? What are we going to do about it? Anything? So Brene says that we can use self-compassion and empathy to address these feelings. Self-compassion is, she defines as treating yourself with kindness, talking to yourself like you would talk to someone you love or care about. And she defines empathy as, Connecting with people so we know we're not alone when we're in a struggle. It's a way to connect to the emotion another person is experiencing, not the situation. Empathy doesn't require that we've experienced the same situation that they are going through. Empathy is the antidote to shame. Shame cannot survive empathy. So, what does that mean? That, that we're connecting to the emotion they're feeling. Well, that means that we care about someone else's struggle. We want to put ourselves in their shoes and really understand how they're feeling and what they're going through. We can't really understand what they're going through. 
we can't really understand what they're going through. So empathy is not, at least in Bernays definition, she is not saying that empathy is about like knowing their experience, but it is about relating to their feelings. We can, we can connect to the feelings other people have because we all have the same kinds of feelings. So even if you say never lost a parent, say, and someone you know is about to lose a parent or lost a parent, we can still connect to the feelings we're having. We can still empathize with their feelings, even if that thing has never happened to us, even if that thing is way, way worse than anything that, hap that has happened to us. We can still empathize. We can still sit with people who are struggling. And so that is what we're called to do. And that helps. How does that, why would that help with these things? That helps because connection helps with these things. Connection helps with these, with shame, humiliation, embarrassment, and guilt. Connection is the antidote. Connecting through self-compassion, connecting with yourself, and then through empathy, connecting with others. When we are connected to the people in our lives, we don't struggle with shame as much. We don't. Okay. So um, that's it for today. I just wanted to talk about this teaching from Brene Brown. I found it very helpful to me and I hope that you find it helpful to you as well. Have a good day. Thank you for listening and have a good day.